Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Blitz here, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. It is your favorite Steelers football show. Well, at least it better be, you knuckleheads. Having some fun here like we always do on the Blitz. We had a, a bigger picture NFL conversation as it relates to the retirement of Tom Brady and the ending yeah. of a, a quarterback, a very successful quarterback era, might I add. I think maybe we could we could look back in five, ten years and say, wow, I mean, that, that group may be the best in NFL history. I'm sure that's not something that we're done discussing in terms of the context of, of the history of the league and obviously Ben Roethlisberger being firmly in the middle of that conversation too. But Motsi, now we transition a little bit to a – a specific Steelers offseason conversation here. That's the beauty of this show, right? We do a little national talk. We do a little Steelers talk. We uh, so we keep it so we keep it we keep it rolling with a uh, with a yeah. rather wide palette here in the offseason. One of the things I wanted to discuss with you is I think it's always funny. We Pro Football Focus, we obviously know is an outlet that covers the National Football League in depth, right? I think that's one thing we can at least all agree on. Pro Football Focus yeah. is they. They do a, a lot of different work and research and numbers and analytics and uh, a lot of different Which we content. are appreciative of, especially Which during we this are. time of year. Hey, yeah. listen, I, sometimes some of the stuff that they do, I'm, I'm, I think that it's it's hogwash. But at the same time, mm. I know I know that they have a formula. I did know you that drop they, a hogwash this morning? Is like that, that, huh? I was, I've been waiting <laughs> to drop a hogwash for a while. Yo, it's hogwash. <laughs> you know, Pro Football Focus is not just some new player on the block trying to make noise. They've been around yeah. for for over a decade now. Um, so it's one of those things that sometimes we like to laugh at them. Sometimes we use that as a good example, but other times they just put things out there that I think, Hmm, that's interesting. Let's discuss. It's funny how this works with pro football focus. Like a lot of people pro football focus put out their um, second half of the season quarterback grades. Mm -hmm. And Kenny Pickett was like fourth or fifth best quarterback down the stretch by pro football focus. And everyone's like, ah, oh, we'll see pro football focus is great. Huh? Yeah. Look at this. And then today they put out their biggest offseason needs for every NFL team. And I see a lot of people saying, oh, they don't know Jack about the Steelers. How could they say this? How could they say that? It is funny how we do that back and forth with pro football focus. But I just thought it was interesting, Motsi. Uh, I, I see that right today. I'm kind of scrolling through the Twitter timeline. I'm looking for maybe a, another topic or two that you and I can kick yeah. around on the show. 
and I see Pro Football Focus ranks the biggest offseason needs for, for each NFL franchise. For the Steelers, their biggest offseason need was cornerback. Okay? They also said offensive line, defensive line, and interior linebacker, right? Middle linebacker, off-ball mm-hmm. linebacker were needs. And it's funny because those are kind of the four things that, that you and I have discussed as we've started to turn the page to the offseason. But Pro Football Focus saying biggest offseason need for the Steelers is a cornerback, and they list the uncertainty of, of Cam Sutton obviously entering free agency as, as part of that as well, too. Not only do they need to upgrade in that room, but that they also might need to replace a guy who had a pretty dang uh, good year last year. Like I said, they do say offensive line, defensive line, linebacker are positions of need, but they rank corner as number one. Let's just start with your thoughts. You agree, you disagree. I think it's appropriate. Um, whether you're talking about the guys that we currently have, and if you're looking to upgrade, if you're talking about the current status of those guys contract wise, the guys that are here versus the guys that are going to be potentially, potentially be unrestricted free agents. I think that cornerback once again, does make sense. And when you just talk about the way that the NFL is going, you can never have enough high quality corners. I mean, we know this is a passing league, right? We talk about how the rules are set up now for quarterbacks to not get touched. The receivers are getting better. They're more pro ready. Well, that means the premium becomes more on pass rushers and cover corners. So all of that in terms of the context does make sense in terms of why they have the uh, the Steelers saying their biggest need is corner. I think you can pick your poison with any of the positions. There's not a whether wrong it's answer. Corner yeah. Or whether it's offensive line, whether we're talking tackle, guard, and even the inside linebacker spot, I think the difference when we're ranking them is just more so what we project the Steelers doing in-house and free agency-wise. If you anticipate the Steelers re-signing Cam Sutton, bringing back Levi Wallace, releasing William Jackson a third, but then bringing him back on a more team-friendly deal, you're not talking about corner potentially. If you're talking about, hey, we're going to bring back Robert Splane, we're going to sign a Tremaine Edmonds in free agency, we're not hollering about the inside linebacker right. for the draft. Right. You know, and the same could be said with D-line. Are we returning Larry Ogunjobi? Is Cam Hayward still going to be here? Are we going out shopping in the free agency market? I think all of that, like I said, depending on what we – and everybody's going to be different in terms of how they project that the Steelers will approach those things. Sure. But I just think depending on how we view that will determine what we think is more of a pressing need or not. Because – I think corner is more pressing me because I'm like, I've seen Dan Moore start for two seasons here next to Kevin Dotson and he hasn't gotten anybody killed just yet. But at the same time, when I look at the corner spot, I'm like, well, man, Cam Sutton's an unrestricted free agent right now. William Jackson III with this current contract does not look like he's returning. <laughs> Kella Witherspoon with his current contract based on his performance doesn't like that's going to be the same situation. So I'm looking at three of my top four corners essentially having scenarios where they're technically not going to be on this roster right now unless something changes. So that's why, to me, I put corner at more of a pressing need than, per se, some of these other positions that we at least already have an in-house fix. Inside linebacker. Man, I still – it doesn't kill me if we had a a Miles Jack, Roberts Blaine, Mark Robinson combo to start it out. That doesn't kill us because we've seen that down the stretch. So that's kind of how I view it. But what about you, man? I, I think we're on the same page with this one. Um, I I I don't hate that at all from Pro Football Focus, and I think you're when I think about it in the scope of, listen, you're not you're not going to free agency, you're not going to the draft just for 2023. 
Yeah. Like you're you're trying to build this thing long term. You you feel like you got your quarterback and you got your mm-hmm. running back and you got some playmakers, right? You know, you got your elite uh pass rushers in TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, and you've got an elite safety in Minka Fitzpatrick. Like the the skeleton, the bones, the foundation of this team, there's a lot of pieces there to feel confident that you can contend for the next decade, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I'm viewing this as well, too. I, I don't want a you see those flex seal commercials, Arthur Motes. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Like the, boat, the boats, just the boats. Hey, smack it on the bottom, it'll be good, smack bro. Smack it on the bottom yeah. there, and you'll be good. I don't want a quick flex seal fix. I want a new boat that I'm going to be able to ride for the next for the next decade, right? That is pretty um, funny. And and, and that's on that flex seal. <laughs> you like that? You like that analogy? I'm good on that, that flex seal. That one just popped hey, into my yeah. noggin here on a Thursday. <laughs> I want another Joe Hayden that I know for a stretch of time, I don't have to worry about who my number one corner is. It's going to be yeah. that guy. He's got that position locked down because you're right. That's just life in the National Football League now. And that's only, I think, going to continue to grow over the next three years, over the next five years, um, particularly in a division that has some dang good quarterbacks and some dang good wide receivers as yeah. well, too. The question for me becomes, how do you go about getting that guy? Right? Because... It's tough because you're right. Everybody now defenses they they want they want cover corners and they want pass rushers, mm-hmm. and 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 those those positions are hard to find, particularly when you're drafting where the Steelers draft. And you know we can go back and look. And yes, there are examples of your Tariq Woolens who are not top ten picks, right? There's examples of guys like T.J. Watt, you know, who 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 were not top ten picks. But man, there's also a lot of Miles Garrett's and Sauce Gardner's and Patrick Sertain's, right? And and guys yeah. who you do have to be drafting very high to go out and, and get somebody like that. So that's the question for me is, can you find a Joe Hayden type guy in free agency that you know, all right, at least for the next five years, like we, we know that this can be our guy. Is there somebody who's going to be available in the draft where you're picking? Um, that to me is how you go about attacking that because – it does feel like defensive back is it's it's just one of those hard. It, it's not on the same level as quarterback. Obviously, we know a franchise quarterback is the hardest thing to find. But I think right after that, it's the left tackle conversation. It's the edge rusher conversation. It's the corner conversation. Hey, hey and, I personally don't like how you didn't put the pass rusher conversation before you put the offensive line conversation in. Don't think I ain't peaked. Well, I was just, just staying on offense nah, on one side, nah, defense nah, on nah, the nah, other. No, 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 no. Because you're trying to make it sound like quarterback is important. So that means that. Office line has been next support. Nah, nah, nah. Ah, we don't care about them big uglies up front. Nah, nah, nah. We won't care about them like that. A quarterback, then the quarterback killers, aka pass rushes. Then we can hire about some offense line. All right. I just wanted to let you know I won't go let that slide this morning. Nah, nah, nah. Well, that's all right. I I, I mean, I I I appreciate you for that. You're absolutely right. I mean, nobody cares about those quarterbacks. We all know the uh the pass rushers are the prom kings okay. here, anyways. Okay. Okay. Hey, you know hey, I mean? you want to be you want to be with the guy with the pretty face or they ask him to get punched in the pretty face. How about that? That's okay. right, exactly. I okay. want to do the I want to do the punch. Okay. I want to okay. do the punching. Yeah. But that that's the thing for me is is where where do you go about finding that corner? Because again, I mean again, I can throw out something that Jalen Ramsey was a high draft pick, right? right. Jair Alexander was 18th overall. That's mm-hmm. a, that's about where the Steelers are, are drafting. So could yeah. you find that guy? Certainly. Um that's the thing for me and you're right. Really, it's fun to speculate on this now. But we need to see how the Steelers operate in in free agency first, because if they do go out and 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 bring in a, spend some money on a corner, or maybe even trade a draft pick for somebody, you know, maybe not their seventeenth overall pick, but a, one of the second rounders, something, something like that. that. Yeah. 
It'll change that conversation if they end up signing a linebacker. In I, I like agency. how you say one. I like you say one of their second round picks. They pick thirty second, thirty first, thirty two. Excuse me, thirty first. So it's not a. One of the seconds. Wait, no, super? sorry, no, you're right. You're, you're right. It's 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting yeah. too smart. I was like, bro, what? It's 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay, there's 31 first round picks because the Dolphins yeah. are, they, they got to be 32. Right. Yes, you're correct. You're right. correct. I'm sorry. I stand down. I you know what I'm saying? Down. But we got 17 and 32. So we got two first round picks, baby. We got time. Yeah, we do. You guys on? We got, got two options. first round picks. Come we on got a, a, a nice second round pick. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how this all plays out because, again, you're not really going to know until you get to free agency. Um, like we were talking a lot about linebackers last year, this time of year. And then you go and, and get miles Jack inside miles Jack. And we're all like, all right, well you can move that down on the board in terms of mm-hmm. the priority. It feels like something like that will happen again. Yeah. But man, I, I am at that point where, like I said, in, in where you want to, where you want to be rock solid as an organization. I think you're pretty close in a lot of those positions. Uh, yeah. But corner has been one that, that we know. I mean, I'm not breaking any news here. The Steelers, they've had a bit of a revolving door there. They've had some great hits on guys like Cam Sutton, who they drafted. Remember, everyone wants to say they can't draft corners. They drafted Cam Sutton. Mm-hmm. Uh, free agency signing in terms of Joe Hayden, a trade in terms of Minka Fitzpatrick. So they have had some success in, in different ways. But yeah, that that corner, that number one corner who you you know, you can trot out there for seven or so years and and know that he's going to lock somebody down every every Sunday. I think that would look really nice as the Steelers head into this, this next era of football. Motsi, another thing that would look really nice that you kind of mentioned is a step forward for Mark Robinson and uh, Jerry Dulac, who, who we all know, of course, covers the Steelers for the post-gazette is reporting that the Steelers um, are, I don't want to say satisfied, but the Steelers are maybe comfortable with what they have at that position that he wouldn't expect them to use high draft capital. He wouldn't expect them to go out and make a big splash in free agency that they feel comfortable with miles, Jack, Robert Spillane, Mark Robinson. And then of course, maybe somebody they could add later on in the draft, like they did with Mark Robinson last year, like they did with buddy Johnson the the year prior. Um, So it seems like we shouldn't expect and things can always change, but we shouldn't expect a Tremaine Edmonds signing. We shouldn't expect a David Long signing, right? Like one of these bigger name off-ball linebackers who's going to be on the free agent market. So yeah. I ask you, one, are you comfortable enough with Spillane and Robinson being those two guys behind Miles Jack? And two, then off the back of that, really, what is the realistic expectation and, and what could yeah. you, you know, again, being practical – want from Mark Robinson in that first to second year jump? The thing is this, um, athletically, Mark Robinson is gifted. We saw him make some plays at the end of last season. I understand the excitement around him. I think it's going to be one of those things where if the reports are accurate, and obviously we know at this stage, this could be the case today. Absolutely. But that could shift rapidly. Like we talked about with Mitch Trubisky earlier. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But, um, the thing I'll say is this, man, I think Mark is definitely capable and we would feel good. But at the same time, I do caution us because we like to do this as fans and as media. We will go ahead and crown this guy as he's something already based on a very small sample size. And we'll have an expectation for him next season that might not be realistic for him. Hmm. And that's my only concern because it's like, yeah, I like when I watch him on tape, I've broke down a ton of his plays, man. I've watched literally every snap that he's taken, you know, in the regular season thus far. And he does do some positive things, but at the same time, he still has some stuff that he's going to have to clean up when you're talking about 
going into a season where we're saying, hey, you're a part of this group now. It's no longer Miles Jack, Robert Spillane, Devin Bush. Now we're saying it's Miles Jack, Robert Spillane, Mark Robinson. Big difference. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is this. You snuck up on people last year. We being real about it. Nobody's watching tape on Mark Robinson. Nobody was over here game planning Mark Robinson saying, hey, how do we attack him? How do we attack this defense? What does he do well? What does he struggle with? Guess what happens when you're the starter full time? They start they game planning you. for you. <laughs> they game plan you. They say, we can depend on this guy being out here in these situations. He's the weak link. Let's make it happen. Now, it's going to be on him to prove if he is or not, but that will be the mindset. Same when we talked about Robert Spillane. Everybody knows the book on Robert Spillane now is what? You want him to struggle, get him in man-to-man coverage. So now the Steelers do a great job of keeping him out of that, but that's how you attack Spillane. Correct. With Mark Robinson, I have some things that I've seen. We'll see what other teams see with him in terms of how they want to go about attacking him, but that's going to be something that he's also going to have to account for. So I get it, and I do like it, but I still personally would bring somebody else in just to add to that room, whether we're talking a depth piece, whether we're talking a little bit more proven or higher end comp, uh, piece to compete with, you know, any of those things, or it could just be a higher end veteran who sure, sure. maybe isn't uh, not higher in the sense of like a train, a train Edmonds, but veteran in the sense of just more established than a Robert Splane is right now. Sure. Sure. But maybe not to the same level of, of a miles Jack, you know? So like, just trying to figure out that thing because right, maybe right. that's another part where it's like, hey, it's just added competition. Or do I bring in an athlete, a guy that mm-hmm. is different than Spillane, but can push Mark Robinson a little bit more? Because right now, who do we have that is healthy as well to push Mark Robinson from an athletic perspective? We know Mark Salen is hurt. He's coming back. We said uh, bicep, right? From correctly with him, I believe so. That sounds yeah. Right. So it's like you don't really have another version of Mark unless you're bringing Devin Bush back. Correct. Now, Correct. that's another conversation. If they do the approach of we're just going to run it back with this unit as is per se. And I'm sure people have a feeling about that. But <laughs> <laughs> but that also that I mean, that could definitely, you know, work out, yeah. so to speak. Sure, sure. I uh, I pulled up here the list of uh, free agent uh, interior mm-hmm. linebackers. Right. And there yeah. are some of those that kind of, you know, again, no one that you would be splashing huge cash mm-hmm. on but someone who's a proven established veteran that could come in and compete and, and be an option for you. I mean, there's some interesting names on this list. There's, there's the, the higher profile names, right? Like a mm-hmm. Dion Jones, like a Levante David. Right. Um, but even, uh, and Tremaine Edmonds, some of these bigger names, but you know, there's a Kyle Van Noy, there's Tyler Matakevich, mm-hmm. there's uh, Quan Alexander, there's mm-hmm. John Bostick. There's Nick Kwiatkowski. I mean, there's some 29, 30, 31 year olds in there that aren't, now, you now, know. Bostic was a part of this parish before. He was. He was formerly of this parish. That is correct. Well, I, you know, uh, how, we spend the block on that. I mean, I, I he, felt like y'all, I felt made, like people were really feeling well, some type of way. As him know? to be the the guy, as him to be the cowboy yeah, in the middle of that defense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mozi, he made one point one million dollars last year against the cap. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, for, he for a depth when piece, we had him either. Well, that, that's true. But we either. were trying to make him be the guy. I'm trying to make him be like the third or fourth guy, not the number one guy. Yeah. Uh, your boy Leighton Vanderesh as well too. Uh huh. You like how I said your boy there? Yeah, pretty good, huh? Uh, pretty He's still good. nice. He just hurt. Yeah. Denzel Perryman, who's thirty years yeah. old. I mean, all those guys that I just mentioned. We're making three million or less last season, yeah. so not not huge salary cap numbers. 
you know, maybe maybe that's something that's because you're right. I've I've got hope in Mark Robinson. I think that Mm -hmm. he can be somebody who can be a regular on Sundays and who have a nice decade long NFL career. But I don't want to do the Kevin Dotson thing. Yep. You know, where and we're flirting with it, right? We're flirting with it, right? Where where this this guy was not a first uh, Mm -hmm. first day draft pick or, you know, a a top 50, top 100 selection. We got him later in the rounds. He showed some signs his rookie Mm -hmm. season. And we all thought this guy is the next stud. Here we go. And then sophomore year, there was the the step back and the and maybe the the return to reality. And then people start to look at him and say, hey, is this guy good? Should we cut him? And you're like, <laughs> right, right. how do you get to, is he good? Yes, he's good. You wanted him to be a pro bowler because of uh, a, a pull when he ran down the field 20 yards. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I love this guy right here. And it's like, that's cool for the internet, but what does that got to do with actual like, play? <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> yes, correct, correct. So, I, again, for all those reasons, I – if you're if you're asking me right now, I am comfortable enough in those three that I don't want the Steelers to use yeah. a top fifty pick. I don't want them to use one of their first right. three picks, uh, you know, seventeen, thirty-two, or fifty on an mm-hmm. interior linebacker. But at the same time, if there's a fourth or fifth round pick, if there's you know one of these veteran guys who is you know not an All Pro but can certainly offer you um, a substantial role, uh, I would be good with that as well too. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm very excited for for Mark Robinson. You're right, how he responds now. And, um, and, and I also want to just say this as well, man, because I don't want it to come off as I don't believe in the kid. Sure, sure. I do believe in him, and I think he has a ton of potential. But you don't want to bet your house on potential. We do that every year with the draft as a regular. But at least it makes sense sometimes when it's like, all right, this is a first round draft, second round draft pick. Like we get it. Mark isn't that. So to, and like I said, I don't know the full extent of how Jerry was speaking on a Dulac, but it did come off as, like you said, they not touching this room per se. I don't agree with that. I think that Mark does have the ability to be a starter in this league, and I would love to see him beat somebody else to win that job. Agreed. I don't want to go into an all season where we're saying you're the guy. Hey, you're complete. You're competing with Robert Spillane. We know that's not a competition. We know they're hey, we're just going to be waiting, waiting, waiting until they just green light you because they want to green light you. Like, we know who Robert Spillane is. You're not going to beat him out in training camp. You're not going to beat him on the season. They're just going to put you ahead of him when they feel like, hey, we're ready for you to be the guy, the athlete next to whoever we're playing with. Correct. I just still feel like, man, I want him to have somebody that can push him on that type of level. Because Spillane will push him on a mentality level, but he's not going to be able to push him in the level that we would need him to be pushed. A guy like Devin Bush could, but we know right. that situation right. has its own set of issues with it right it now. It feels like it's run its course. Yeah. yeah. And the same with like, remember uh, the, the Ulysses Gilbert type people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. that yeah. type of vibe is just like, we're past that right now, you know? Correct. Correct. Just for, cl- just for, for clarity, right? Because Motsi, yeah. our, our listeners know we are nothing if not a fact-based show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what exactly what Jerry Dulac says was he was talking about, uh, if the Steelers would address the position, right, and whether he thought that could be done through free agency or the draft. Um, and he said, quote, probably through the draft to find more young depth, but I think the plan is to see how ready Mark Robinson is. So that sounds like if they're going to add to that position group, it'll be a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick later on in the draft. Um, so not no a high. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think you could argue no competition because – as you've rightly pointed out as well too here in this segment, none of us viewed Mark Robinson as competition last year when he was coming in. 
Mm -hmm. We were impressed with what he did in training camp, right? We liked what he did in the preseason, but at no point really until the end of the year was anyone saying, oh, he's going to take time away from Jack or Bush or Spillane. We just felt comfortable as, all right, this guy can be your, your break in case of emergency. You know what I mean? He, Mm -hmm. he won't, he won't sink the ship if we have to go to him. Um, And you were fortunate enough to find that in the seventh round last year and good for you, but that doesn't mean that you can do it again in 2023, but as always, We'll be excited to see how this all plays oh, no, absolutely. out. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I can't wait. And I'm a linebacker lover, so, you know, I'm going to love every minute of this journey. That's right. That's right. We're going to take a break here on the Steelers Blitz, come back for our final segment of this edition of the Blitz. So we went, we talked a little big picture, you know, around the league first segment, brought it back to the Steelers second segment. Let's go back around the league for the third segment here. We have got a high-profile coach that has returned to the National Football League. Motsi and I will discuss Sean Payton to the Denver Broncos. Can he have success? Can he get Russell Wilson back on the right track? And is all the draft capital that the Broncos gave up to get Mr. Payton worth it, in Arthur Motes' opinion? We'll discuss all those things as a uh, as a big-name coach, a Super Bowl champion coach, returns to the National Football League as we wrap up the show on the other side. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.